Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, we got our last few interviews from Radio Row. We have Randy Grimes and Kyle Turley, both former NFL players. That's why the episode is titled Life After the NFL instead of anything to do with Radio Row or the Super Bowl. Um, both these conversations extended past that, um, unexpected. I mean, I, we didn't drop in to Radio Row expecting to interview, uh, either of these guys, but, um, it was such a blessing in disguise and truthfully two great guys, two great interviews, two great stories, um, and messages that they were willing and eager to share. And f- we were fortunate enough to be on the other end of and now be able to share with you guys. So, um. We hope you enjoyed this one. Um, and just a little heads up that we are brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, okay, don't forget that. Manscaped is our lovely sponsor and partner. Um, go to manscaped.com. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get 20% off and free shipping of all products. Um, really great stuff there, guys. Wouldn't sell you something unless I used it myself. All right, we have Randy Grimes and Kyle Turley. We'll start off with Randy Grimes. And then we'll segue in to Kyle Turley. Enjoy the interview with Randy Grimes. Own a gun, and she was like, "Oh, you're the first Texan I've ever talked to who doesn't own a gun." And, and he goes, "I don't own a gun either." And I go, "You're not from Texas." Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just had to get in on that, right? Yeah, I listen, man. Well, you know what? And then he like throws it up. We don't want to talk about Instagram. He throws it up on his Instagram, and he's saying like, "If you're if you lived on Long Island your whole life and then lived in Texas for four years, can you consider yourself a Texan?" And all and it, totally out of context of me sticking up for the state and being like, "Not everybody's like that," you know, <laughs> trying to like get get a win for the family right, right. right here, trying to bring one home for us. And that's a it's total backhand. You think this is my partner in crime, right? And yeah, whatever. Spend the whole flight trying now to take spend the whole, and, and that right. was the beginning of the fight. Now it was a six-hour flight but over to just, Miami. That's my Texan pride: is that if you're not from Texas, you're not from. Yeah, Texas. don't even claim it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we have Randy Grimes here, and they have Steve Miranda. Randy Grimes played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was the center over there in the '80s and early '90s. Steve Miranda is the CEAP of Journey Pure, and that's what you guys are both here today to talk about. So give a little quick insight. Before we get into some football, I would love to hear about Journey Pure, and I'm sure the people out there would too. Yeah, when I came into treatment uh, 10 years ago, there was not a program out there for former players, and uh, you know, I was the first one to kind of go through what is now the Player Care Foundation through the NFL. And uh, after I got sober, after I, I got a year under my belt, I started developing a program for guys out there just like me who were sick and suffering and were, were self-medicating injuries they got while they played. And uh, I wanted them to know that there was hope and resources out there. So I started this program through the NFL, through the Player Care Foundation, through journeypure.com. And over the last decade, I've been able to help hundreds and hundreds of former players and their families, not just NFL players, but NBA, MOB, you know, golfers, surfers, MMA fighters, jockeys, race car drivers. That's great. It's cool. It's pretty, it's a, it was a great way to make whatever, everything that I went through, all the misery that I caused a lot of people through my addiction, it was a great way to give back to not only the sport I love so much, but to the guys that I played with and against and, and that I love so much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's great that you branch out to other, you know, I mean, a lot of guys, there's nothing, really obviously nothing wrong with that because helping yeah. is helping, but you went out to help because uh, it's a it's a commonality 
in sports. You right. know, you're right. on the you're on the road a lot. You're dealing with injuries, like you're saying, right? So it's not even just drinking. It's it's drugs across the board. Right. You know, you're coping. You're partying. There's just such a lifestyle around you. Things are getting thrown at you. I mean, and you're young. It's not like you are, you know, it's like you're 20, what, 24, 20, how old were you when you came into the league? Yeah, I was 20, uh, drafted in 83, so yeah, I was 23. Yeah. And, you know, I was also that guy that, with that warrior mentality, I was the guy willing to do whatever I had to to stay out on the field, and that meant taking handfuls of pain pills every day. And, you know, I looked at it like a necessary evil. I wanted to feed my family. I wanted to be the best center to ever play the game. I wanted to play every down of every practice and every game, so... You know, I didn't mind throwing down a handful of pain pills if it kept me out on the field and it kept somebody else out of my position. I just never expected to take that necessary evils, which is what I called it at the time, into my private life. And, you know, that's when things spiraled out of control. And for the next 20-plus years, I couldn't stop the insanity. That was a pain pill addiction, you know. And um, that's what I want got. You know, for a long time, I thought I was the only one out there. Here I am, a former NFL player, a pro bowler, uh, God, uh, yeah. in an 88 man of the year, and I'm, 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 I've got this addiction problem that I can't stop. And I thought I was the only one out there, and guilt and shame, whatever, kept me from raising my hand and asking for help. And I, I want guys to know that, no, there are resources out there. There are other guys going through what you've been through or, going, or have been through what you're going through. And uh, – you know, I think that's why we've been successful over the last decade. It's athletes helping athletes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a brotherhood. It's a brotherhood, right? And it's, it's a locker room. It has you guys it, are, it has, you're used to, right? It's a bigger locker room outside the locker room that you're contractually just supposed to be in, in a sense. And you bring up a great point because in the NFL – and it's just the way the sport works. There's always a guy ready to take your job. That's There's right. a guy that can do it just as – I mean, like, look, like Brady, just for the, the, the pinnacle example of it, Drew Bledsoe goes down. If they don't miss a beat. In fact, they go on to win six. They right. don't miss a beat. Like Tiki Barber, that's how he got his gig. I mean, guys all the time pop in because another guy goes down and there's the pressure on to do that and then there's the, the lonely feeling because we don't look at athletes and go oh that guy you know feels alone at any point right you know he's got the world at his fingertips it's just a common misconception and, and look at what uh, team trainers and team doctors the pressure they're under to get players back out there and when you've got a player that's in demanding to go to get back on the field insisting you know that's a lot of pressure for everybody there and uh, you know the, i think that all the head trauma stuff that's been uh, uh, the big topic over the last decade or, or not, not even that long really about the last five years you know I, it's it's brought up a lot of mental health issues that have been able to help us start that conversation you know about mental health right. and, and what are you doing to, to, to self-medicate that mental health so it's been it's been easier to get the word out over the last few years just because the stigma is is, is being kind of brought down a little bit about addiction and about mental health issues yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and I think that it's really great, you know, what you guys are doing. You as a, as a former NFL player coming out and talking about it, right, is encouraging people who are in the league to talk about it right now. I mean, it's not in the NFL, but in the NBA, you've got a guy like Tamar DeRozan who plays on the San Antonio Spurs who came out about, love. about his depression, right? right, right, about a couple of years ago. And it's like it's that kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're setting a great example for these athletes to go – and talk about their issues, talk about their problems, whether it be addiction or otherwise. Right. And that get it's that out okay there. to not be okay. Absolutely, because everyone deals with man. it. It's part of being an adult, right? There are so many things that that we have to have to combat on a day-to-day basis, and especially for for people who are former athletes, right? It, it's to right. to an elevated elevated stance. Absolutely, and you look at and, it, and that comes out by about DeRozan and Kevin Love, and you're like, no, how how's that pot? And then you kind of take a step back and look, look at your at life. Tyler Skaggs. I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. Here, here, a guy on his off day. Helinski, yeah. the Washington State quarterback. I mean, like, 
say out like guy like legends right. and, and you know it's it, it can hit you it can hit anybody so it can hit anybody so that's the thing you know yeah when, Steve. When, when you got when you know society today when you you look up to the randy grimes and you know all the plays you mentioned and you look up to them and you know they're out there you know breaking that stigma down to say you know i i'm suffering from a mental illness i'm suffering from addiction and in in society when you when we have folks that are dying every day at a you know 113 people die every, overdose and die every day in our Jesus. country you know over 700,000 since 1999 so when you have um, folks like the Randy Grimes of the world stepping up that people look up to it makes it easier for them not that it's easy because that's the toughest part of this is just saying i need help but you know um, every day lately you've been reading about a a actor or a professional athlete that has committed suicide or that has gone into treatment um so it, it makes it a little bit easier but you know this happens to your neighbor this is your mom dad your brother your sister family your, friends your, i know family friends yes. that have gone through stuff like this 100 percent. Right. it's not, not just and it's not just like famous people or, or athletes or it's 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 anybody Everybody, right anybody and the the hardest part is saying hey i need help because every we, we go through life you know what i'm saying we go through life and you go, oh, I don't want to be a burden on anybody. That's like we're walking around trying not to be a burden on somebody. I don't want to ruin their day or impede or this and that. And you know what? Sometimes if you need help, just, just fucking ask. It's so tough, but it's so so simple at the same time. So talk about how do you guys meet, get well, together? You know, running around in the same circles, right? right? Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> um, and, and, and Steve's been with journeypure.com for a lot to for a long time and, and he's helped me bring these programs there and, and work with these athletes and you know I, I'm just so fortunate to have a place where you know you have such a great medical staff and such a great clinical staff that you know really dives into what these guys are going through and and you know it's, it's so much more than just not being able to stop taking drugs or, or to stop drinking it's you know, we dive so much deeper into the fact that they didn't transition well, that they, they don't have that uniform to put on anymore. I know with me, when I was going through the process, I finally grieved the death of Randy Grimes, the football player, which is something I hadn't done in 20-plus years. I was carrying that with me and that, that depression that goes with it and that lack of self-esteem and identity and all that yeah. stuff. And that's, that's the kind of things we address with these guys. But you're right. You know, I'm here talking about athletes and, and athletes in recovery and the work I do with the NFL and the Player Care Foundation. But I want everybody to know, like you said, this happens to everybody. This happens to good people. This is your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your neighbor, your pastor, your teacher, you know, your your, your bus driver, you know, your pilot. Uh, addiction happens to a lot of a good people. And it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay to not put your hand up and ask for help. 100%. Yeah. At, at what point? At what point were you like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change this? Like, what was the moment like yeah. where you're gonna, I'm gonna a change who I am, and then b the next moment, like, all right, now I've changed myself, I'm gonna help people. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was in September. It was the spring and summer of 2009. I, I had a good friend that I played with in Tampa named Tom McHale, who was doing the same thing I was doing, self-medicating his injuries, and he just didn't wake up one morning. I was having seizures every day as a result of withdrawal from the from the opiates and the benzos that I was on. My daughter wouldn't let me come around my first grandchild because I wasn't safe to be around. You know, my wife couldn't couldn't stand to be around me anymore. I was sleeping in the floor of a vacant house. That's when I finally put my hand up and asked for help. But it was during, I was in treatment for 30, uh, 90 days. And, you know, it was during that process that, you know, I had my burning bush moment that I realized that I wanted to not only make my addiction mean something, but 
you know, that I had the courage to go through and do it because that was tough. That was a tough process to go through and to finally deal with all that stuff, you know, for the first time sober in 20 plus years uh, was a real process. But, you know, I, I knew I wanted to make it mean something and help the guys that I played with. Absolutely. I think when you talked about a little bit earlier, when you talked about um, how tough it is, you know, I call it the, the Superman cape syndrome, right? Yeah. And that goes for everybody. You know, you go through your everyday life, like you said, you're walking around like, I'm okay. Uh, you know, I can do this on my own and, and you know, I'll get through it. And, you know, you, you have that cape on, right? Like, you're going to do it because that's what you, you were taught to do or you, you thought you were taught to do. Yeah. And so you just keep on going, right? You keep on doing what you're doing and, and, you, and you think you're going to be okay. And so for, for Randy, and, and, you know, I use the example, I was in law enforcement for over 22 years. How, and, it, you know, how do you go to your boss and tell Massachusetts? Him, yes, you, yes, yes, sir. Wow. Yes. So how do you tell, how do you, tell um, you know, your, your supervisor, you know, I'm, I got some issues going on right now. I'm not going to be able to make you, it into work. Yeah. And, am I going to get fired? Yeah. Am I going to not get promoted? Yeah. Is this going to go in my folder? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, all those things. And, and this is just everyday life yeah. for a lot of people. So 100 percent. Well, guys, I mean, this is great. You know, we came into this thinking where it's going to be a lot of, you know, Super Bowl talk. But I couldn't be happier to just talk about this, honestly, for 10, 15 minutes. It's well, good. let's talk Super Bowl. Real quick. All right. Who you got? I'm going with uh, KC. Uh, Mahomes is uh, he's from my hometown. Really? He's my, he's my, my homie. He's your <laughs> homie. Oh, yeah. He's from your hometown, Tyler, Texas. Uh, Tyler, House, he's yeah, a Tyler, White Texas House. guy. Yeah. Or White, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at Randy's. We got a lot of Texas. We got a lot of Longhorn fans that listen. So Randy's a former Baylor Bear. They're sick of Bears, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Waco is a scary place to play, man. I went as a freshman. That's true. I was was, was, as a freshman from New York. Never really been outside of Austin in Texas. I was yeah. I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is Texas right here. Now I'm in it. Yeah. You probably went to Georgia's, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that chicken fried steak scared you, didn't it? Yeah. San Fran. For a couple of reasons. One, though, going way back when the Patriots weren't all that great and nobody got to watch them on TV. Um, I was watching Joe Montana and the Jerry Rice and that whole dynasty. Yeah. And, uh, again, Jimmy G. Uh, got to He's, gotta, he's yeah, our guy. I know. He's our guy. Yeah. Gotta run Jimmy G. That's such a mass name, too. Right? <laughs> I know. Great, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, guys, thank you so, thank you so much, much guys. for joining thank us. We love having you all. All right. Take care. Thank you. Great story, great message, powerful, brave, honestly. Um, and again, something we were super fortunate to be on the other end of and experience firsthand in telling this. And we hope you guys enjoyed that one. And Kyle Turley is ball of energy, and we hope you love him as well. And here's his interview. All right, we got former Chiefs O-lineman Kyle Turley joining the show. Kyle, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Nice. Did man. you say how high am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting it right off. We're starting it right it. off. A little cannabis yeah, talk. Yeah, doing great, man. Yeah. I had a great walk over here. Nice. Yes. Man. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 You're doing boy, well. Your boys are back in the Super Bowl. I know. Back. 50 years. I know. Yeah. How does it feel to watch a former team go back in? It's awesome. You know, having the opportunity to play for a team that's in the Super Bowl. Last yeah. year was uh, the Rams. I mm-hmm. played for the Rams, and we're in the Super Bowl. So when you show up, you have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And not feel so selfish because you're a fan. You know, yeah. I grew up a fan. I had all the sheets and the pillowcases and the curtains when I was a kid and had the opportunity to play for some of these teams and wear those things, you know, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. a part of that, which was unbelievably cool. So uh, it's Chiefs all the way for me. I'm truly excited that they're here. 
Yeah, man. They got a good offensive line, too, man. Built yeah. from the ground up. Awesome. Eric Fisher, 2013. Yep. I was at that draft. It was cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. They got a great team. They got an overall, I think, the best team in the Super Bowl. Um, uh, but, again, it's going to be a tough battle. It's a great Super Bowl to, yeah. as far as matchups are concerned. Like, it, I don't think we've seen a great Super Bowl matchup like this in a long time. No. It's been really one-sided as far as people's perceptions leading up to who's going to win. Like, nobody knows this right. one. Right. You know? And hopefully we get the best yeah. game possible. Yeah. With the Chiefs winning. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, you you were in the league in the early 2000s. I mean, the Patriots had a nice front seven. They had, you know, the Wilfork and they had Seymour, the mm-hmm. Brewski. They had a bunch of boys up front. But this group of linemen, you know, right here on the defensive side, I'm sure you could attest blocking some of these guys. This has got to be one of the best assembled defensive lines I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, in uh, my uh, years watching big football. Time. Yeah. yeah. There's some great players out on that field, uh, amazing athletic ability, mm-hmm. um, and they play – fast mm-hmm. you know so th- this game's gonna be fun to watch especially in those trenches on both sides of the ball everybody's ready for this yeah you know and they've won hard games to get here yeah uh and it's not just lied on the shoulders of one guy like we've seen for the last 10 years <laughs> you know these things yeah, yeah you know this is a team effort to get here not to discount the team effort of the patriots but everybody knew there was a captain there yeah you know there is captains all over this squad you 100%, know and then going man. into it with andy reed as a coach who's been there you got to pull for him uh, yeah you, no. as a football guy you got to pull for Andy Reid he keeps going he's and not due. getting it he's yeah it's like we're watching a baseball game the guy hasn't hit a home run right. like 100 at bats right. like all right he's got it he's got to crank one out yeah. right now I hope he does totally yeah, yeah totally. what's it like you're lining up against these defenders what's it like knowing you're going against a ferocious defensive line uh it's awesome you know especially when you get to this stage I can only imagine I got close and it yeah. was awesome to play in those you know playoff big playoff games um but to be on this stage uh, it'll be so incredible you know such a surreal experience to just yeah, be able to say well we're here yeah <laughs> we we gotta go yeah, you this know is it. this is this national is it. television this is the biggest stage in the world for mm. entertainment right now yeah. you know more eyes are on the super bowl than any other thing 100%. that has ever been in the world yeah while, you know as far as television ratings are concerned and so having the opportunity to go out there you know they, i hope these guys just really just soak that up and and go out there like i know i would and and be excited you know uh and and just try to stay focused because yeah. you, you, you know the, the this thing is a show comes and goes yeah, yeah. and it comes, comes and goes, goes but man. it's a show it's a marathon this yeah. event here yeah, yeah, and yeah. the whole game itself you know there's there's a mental preparation here i think andy reed's gonna have to you know really be the 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 thing that 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 it makes the difference for the chiefs you know uh, especially for these linemen that are going to go against this amazingly talented defensive line of the of the niners it's four on five yeah every time and those guys usually win so it's a a frightening type of pat mahomes back there He's got can't stop him. Can't, can't stop, stop him. Just no, gotta no, give him enough time. Him. Really, yeah. He'll make something magical yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah, but he's a player, you know, and he yeah. makes it happen either way. It's great. Yeah. Speaking of excitement and energy, you're full of it. <laughs> you are full of excitement and energy. Life after football. Talk <laughs> I to try, us man. I try. Talk to us a little yeah. bit about that, man. What's it been like for you after the game? Uh, quite interesting ride, you know. Leaving the game, having to deal with all of the, you know, mental aspect yeah. of that. You know, losing your dream, uh, if you will. But the real issues of injury that make you leave the game. Mm-hmm. Having to kind of transition out of that, and yeah. you know, getting the surgeries done. Getting, and then that leads to all this other stuff that you know we kind of ran into being from the pill era you know where yeah. you know we were that was just 
commonality, man. Just throwing it at us. Just throwing it at us, you know. So, so, um, you know, fortunately I got sucked into that. And so about the first um, 10 years after football was over uh, was a a very dark road and struggling road. And now having the difference being made through what I talk about here uh, (laughs) the last many Super Bowls now to where we are about cannabis, you know, and how it saved my life, man, for the last almost six years straight. Not one pill, one, one leave, not one aspirin, nothing. Nothing, nothing. And I found an answer on top of that, a literal answer for so many issues that I had no clue that that lied within this plant. And if I had it, you know, back when I played football, then I I, I would have had twice the career I had, minimized surgeries, probably three less surgeries, and uh, never gotten onto any of those pills. I don't get it. I don't, I I really don't, man. Because you know what? I understand it's illegal in, in, in some states. I just do not understand how you could, A, you know, not allow players to have it. When you see the effects, when you see, like, the legends of the game, right, the former yeah. players talking about how important it is, how much it saved their life or how much it's impacted their life after the game with the injuries, I don't get how you could, A, not allow that in the game, and then, B, let alone penalize guys. Right. Well, and that's changing, you know, so that's where we are. It's taken a long time. It's been a hard fight, yeah, and uh, now things are changing. This year alone, you haven't noticed anybody. Gordon, I think, is a different case. I don't know what happened there for sure. They didn't say it was weed, but not one player was suspended this year for marijuana in the NFL. Not one story came out about a player about marijuana. And in the NCAA last year, they increased the THC allowance for an athlete, uh, which now and now they can't take their scholarships away, um, which was what happened in, when I was going to college? Or just yanking your scholarship, you test positive for marijuana. Oh, we saw guys yeah. lose it. You know, we went to a big school. You know, yeah. University of Texas. Guys are getting pulled yeah, from the team all the time. We're yeah. losing guys suspended for a game. Yeah, unbelievable. You let them drink. Yeah, exactly. Right. But not only that, understanding what it is. You know, there's, there's this mentality that you know, everybody's, what do, I'm, I'm for whatever it takes to get back out there. I'm for whatever it takes to live yeah. a good life. Like, no, stop. That's where we. That's why we got to where we are, okay? Doing this, having this mentality of whatever it takes is why we are where we are with the opioid crisis. Do it the right way. Exactly. What should a human body be receiving as far as medication is concerned is the question. Why does this plant work? Not, you know, that, oh, whatever it takes. No, why does this work? Is this something I'm supposed to put in my body? And that's what we're discovering. And the science of this is now being exposed, that you should literally only be putting cannabis in your system when it comes to dealing with injury and illness. I've found an answer for every synthetic medication that I've ever used, a literal answer, from anti-inflammatories to sleep aids to painkillers or you know, pain management you yeah. know, mechanisms because uh, there is no painkiller. There's no painkiller clinics. You know, this idea of, uh, oh, I got pain and it's going to go away. Like, it's not going to happen. You no. got pain. It's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's how do you deal with that? And we've been sucked down this road. And I'm here to tell everyone, and I've been doing that for years, and now this is national conversation now where, you know, uh, multiple guys are promoting CBD companies out there now. Yeah, we know. spoke to Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we spoke to a couple guys yesterday. Right. I mean, listen, my dad, my father owns a dispensary in New Jersey. Awesome. Medicinal. Yeah. So I know firsthand. I mean, he used to, he never got, he didn't understand it. He thought it was like a monetary thing that he was just getting involved in. 
Yeah. But then he actually speaks to the clients, and it's like, whoa, wait a second. These you guys, deny it. you can't, these guys are hurt. They're, yeah. they're dying, some of them, and they're in pain, and, and it just saves them. But saves the, the more them. we talk about it, yeah. the more the social stigma changes, right? Big time. Yeah. 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 And the lives get saved. Not, it's not just a management thing. Yeah. Like, I've literally seen people wake up from comas that were given death sentences. And, and this is literal. And people that have cancer that were given death sentences cancer recovered their life. Yeah. You know, we don't have to have these diseases kill us. You know, we've now moved forward and they're, you know, the medical community is acknowledging this now. And you're going to see this, uh, this, this hard press now because they're opening lines for research and development. And that in every study that's ever been done, it's like off the charts. You know, success. It was just a matter of giving it enough time with the studies. Giving it a chance. Yeah. Yeah, You know, give it a chance. I mean, I've been pressing the NFL for give me one training camp, one training camp, and I'll produce a study on this for you guys that will be unbelievable that yeah. will showcase how you don't need any of these pills that you've been giving us yeah, and right. they look at you like what what are you talking about <laughs> uh, and you're worth like you're XPF. yeah i started my own cbd company Amazing. i had to get that message out there the conversation was a different conversation back then about five years ago you know and then we were meeting in little uh sheds and stuff and i'm realizing this needs a different message different you know platform, yeah. yeah and so we put it in the sports context uh, we shaped it up put a brand out there and now we are neuro XPF. You go to neuroxpf.com, uh, use the code SUPER20, get 20% off all CBD, order it go. to your doorstep. All 50 states legal. It's THC free. You can give it to your kids. Our low dose is supporting donovansdream.org, uh, which is a young man who lost his life playing youth football. We don't have to have this happen anymore. Yeah. 10 to 20 every year. We've got to end this. And um, uh, that was something that, that, that could have saved this young man's life. We have to implement these things into the game and continue this conversation because again it's 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 where it is because it's working yeah. if it wasn't it, it would be a dead stop just like they're doing with this whole vaping thing but you know it's giving me my life back i'm man. opening up my own dispensary myself i got licensing after fighting in city council meetings all over southern california brutal brutal. brutal brutal you know brutal, yeah. your dad knows <laughs> unreal yeah. and you know, see these people that are in these positions of power and government they're so ignorant you know yeah. to this conversation yeah, so but Nonetheless, we powered through, yeah. got a license. We're opening up first of March, my first retail in my hometown, Moreno Valley, California. Let's go. You nice. go to that, goshango.com, S H A N G O, goshango.com, and neuroxpf.com. And uh, check out my new movie coming out uh, the end of this year, Run Boys. Let's go, baby. Got a song. Well, I'm getting back to screen. my music, yeah. getting back to everything with that. And, good for you, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Life is good. It's amazing. Yes. Good. You look Thanks good, you sound good. Life. Kyle, Turley, thank you for joining thank us, Thank you guys man. for having me. Thank you. Look appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No cheese. Yeah, yeah. Those are the interviews, guys. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Two great guys, former players, enjoying now life after the NFL. Um, interesting roads, interesting stories again. And we're very fortunate for them to share it with us and you guys. Uh, so hit your free throws. Regular show coming back this week. Get excited. Uh, we out you. We love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.